The reason why we want to do this is we want to save marriages. If 41% of divorces are multicultural, let's fix that. Let's fix that. What is the reason that's happening? Well, set boundaries. Mm. Set boundaries. Be, be open. Communicate your needs and thoughts mm. from day one. Don't wait till you already tie the knot and then start, you know, oh, well, I'm religious. Oh, I can't do this. Or I write kids to have to be raised this way. No, 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 no. Communicate all that BS before you start your commitment, your marriage, because our job is to eliminate divorce as much as we can. So do you ever envy those so-called hashtag couples goals? Well, you know, when you first fall in love with someone, you get butterflies every time you see them. You lust them. You're infatuated with them. You want to be with them all the time, like best friends. Do you want that to last forever? Together, let's discover what it takes to say a massive yes to all the above. Through our topical discussions, our world-renowned guests that will help guide the way to a happier, sexier, and fun-loving relationship. We're not doctors or therapists. We are just two normal individuals who have had many ups and downs in our 23-year relationship. And counting. We've amassed our own wisdom over the years, but we're still learning, just like you. Nina and I believe you can have it all and still live your best lives, as long as you're willingly and consistently discover each other in new ways. And that right there is what the show is all about. We're Nina. And Roger. And this this is The the Hell Hell Show. Yeah, baby. So I read this quote the other day that I think fit well with our topic today. What is it, baby? The quote is, a woman posting sexy pictures doesn't mean she's easy or looking for sex. I have friends posting Bible quotes that are dick-eating monsters. So don't don't judge a book by its Instagram posts is basically what they're trying to say. I love that. So good. So so before I start, my name is Roger, and I'm here with my beautiful wife, Nina, and we are the Head Over Heels Show. Thank you, baby. Here we are. (laughs) (laughs) You've been buzzing all weekend. Buzzing, buzzing, buzzing. We had a great, great, you know, family mixed week. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We had family over from Chicago. A nice, big, fat Iraqi wedding. Actually, blended. It? It, was blended. Blended wedding. Blended. it was blended culture. Again, just happens to fall into what our topic is. And but just, we'll get into that yes, in a little bit. Yes. <laughs> but it's funny, that wedding happened exactly 19 years after our blended culture wedding. Yes. Happened. And the bride happened to be in our wedding party. They actually purposely picked our wedding song to be their wedding song. Uh, it just filled my heart with so much joy. And I heard it. I was like, you heard me, right? I was like screaming. I'm like, that's my wedding song. <laughs> she saw my face and then she, like, she nodded. She, she nodded as in like, I know, I know. Because I know I love this song <laughs> as much as you guys did. So my niece got married. Mm-hmm. My beautiful, gorgeous niece, who was the first baby of our family, who actually, when she was born, I was in the refugee camp and she was, my sister was here in Canada. She had just arrived two weeks before that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So my sister had made my niece in, in the refugee camp, mm-hmm. but she gave birth to her two weeks. She got to Canada. Two weeks later, she gave birth to my, my niece, Myrna. 
So when she was born, they called me. I was in, in refugee camp still with my parents because mm-hmm. I was still a minor. So anyway, they called me and said, we have a little girl and her name is Myrna. I'm like, put her on the phone. I need her to call me auntie. And they were laughing their head off. They're like, Nina, she was just born. She can't say it. I'm like, I don't care. I want to hear her say auntie. How did they call you? No, I mean like legit. How did they call you? Oh, no, we, they did. There was a, there was an actual phone call with the United Nations was there. Oh. So there's a, there's a call center there. So they would call you through intercom. Metikako, come to the intercom. You have a phone Uh, call from Canada. They will call you back in 20 minutes. So that's the, that's what they did. Uh, they would call us every week. Because I, I didn't think you had cell phones there. No, no, no. <laughs> they would call the United Nations office yeah. and the office would go through on the intercom which in their, their refugee camp and we would know who it was. Long story short, that's my favorite niece. I love all my nieces and nephews, but she was the first one of the family. So she's my baby girl. Uh, and she was my bridesmaid in our wedding. And she chose our wedding song. And she had my, our daughter at oh, her yeah. wedding party. So th- our daughter was a bridesmaid as well. So it was just everything, perfect. Yeah, one thing after another. It yeah. was great. It was a great wedding. We had great fun. We danced our asses off. Uh, Nina posted some pictures all over her Instagram and our TikTok. So if you guys want to check it out, because I got to say, Nina was wearing this bright, red, sexy, gorgeous, elegant dress that just kind of blew everybody out of the water. And you, my gorgeous <laughs> husband, complimented me perfectly with your gorgeous red tie and gorgeous socks that were on point. Not to mention... I was wearing three socks that day. <laughs> just so people know. Because um, she had a red dress. So I went out and found a red tie, tried to find a red handkerchief, couldn't find one. And uh, found some really cool red and black sneakers, Hugo Boss sneakers, on sale, you for that matter. Point, let me tell you. So I wanted to look the part next to this goddess, but I couldn't find a handkerchief anywhere. So I was trying to think what, because I always wear a suit with a little handkerchief in the pocket, and I couldn't figure it out. But I had this bright red pair of socks that I was actually going to wear, but TikTok told me to wear the other pair that were black, red, and white, which made a lot of sense, looked great. Um, we love you, TikTok friends. Yes. So... I took the red sock and I folded it nicely and I put it in my pocket as a handkerchief, as a, a straight, you know, cloth handkerchief. So classy. So Nobody knew until, you know, people were shedding tears and I offered them my sock. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, it was a brand new sock. I, I know. I have not worn it. <laughs> it was amazing, baby. You know, you call me goddess and all these words and all these names and, you know, putting me on a pedestal all the time. Next next Tuesday, by the way, is going to be our 19 years of marriage, okay? I wouldn't be who I am or where I am if it wasn't for you. Mm-hmm. It was for you loving me, taking care of me in every way, and making me feel the goddess that you think I am. Yeah. It's all because of you. So whatever I am, it's a product of your love. There you go. There you go. And yes, we are blended culture, and we've made it. And today's topic is going to be that. It's going to be the blended culture in marriage and how it works. Yeah. Because apparently the reports say, Mm-mm. no? Before you get into that. No? Before you get into okay, that, we got, we got a, t- a few things to talk about. I didn't want to get on and off topic, but I want to thank you guys for all the downloads we've been getting. Because as I said before, we're on the road to 20,000 downloads, on the road to 100 podcasts. 
Almost That's a year. hell of a lot of podcasts. Now that I think yeah. about it, yeah, almost two years. Baby. There was one. There's one podcast that I was listening to that's been doing it for like three or four years or something like that. I can't remember what it is, but they did it once a month. They were just barking upon their 96th or 97th episode. Oh wow! So I'm like, we've been doing it weekly. We missed, I think, two. I think one. one no, two. I remember one year. Okay. One year we met missed around New Year's. And the other one, I don't right. remember what it was, but right. we missed because yeah. of whatever reason. We try to do it every week just yeah. to be consistent for you guys because we know a lot of you listen to, uh, mm. to to what we have to say. And, you know, it helps you in, in your marriage, which is amazing. Yes. So let me let me Continue. just go through where those where some of those 20,000 downloads are coming from. Um, do tell, baby, do tell. So this month alone, the top two are neck and neck, obviously, are Canada and the United States. These Who's are gonna win? Who's gonna these win? These are the countries. <laughs> so you got Canada, United States, United Kingdom, Sierra Leone, Australia, Iran, Philippines, India, Thailand, Finland, Turkey, Romania, Saudi Arabia, Italy, Portugal, Poland, Germany, Brazil, Argentina, Singapore, Serbia, Netherlands, Nigeria, Malaysia, wow. Macedonia, wow. France, Greece, Spain, Estonia, Ecuador, Bulgaria, Austria, Albania, South Africa, and this one place called Unknown. Ooh. Really? <laughs> <laughs> that must be that must be outer space or something. <laughs> you sure so it's we're like getting Musk is the new planet? <laughs> we're getting this these stats from Podbeam where which is the place where we load our podcast and it kind of distributes it to all the platforms. They are getting the downloads globally. Results. That's it. And globally. could be universally. I don't know where unknown is, but <laughs> anytime you watch any kind of space movies and they talk about the unknown, it's space. Well, listen, I mean, we're not that far off. We're all going to be going to Mars sooner or later. So maybe it is Mars. Maybe some of these people that are up there are just sitting there listening to Roger and Nina talk about how to have a sexy and fun relationship. Yeah. So could be Mars, could be Uranus. You never know. <laughs> well, speaking of Uranus, <laughs> we're on day 40 of our 69 day fucking intimacy challenge. <laughs> or Nina likes to say effing day challenge. Anyways, so day 40, but I got to say something. I feel like Jesus Christ. Huh? Day 40. <laughs> what? He didn't eat for the 40 days. Oh. Well, we're going to, we're fine for Well, just like Jesus, tomorrow I'm going to come again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to all you religious people. I did not mean to, <laughs> to oh, do that, but that was good. it just came out. No pun That's intended. <laughs> so this past week, I got to say, we did cheat a little bit. Actually, we cheated a lot. Because as you know, we're supposed to have sex every single day for 69 days. And the cookies are still good. Yeah, but it's cheating. We we had cookies almost all this week. It's only because we were super fucking busy and there was but no still, way we can get it in no unless it was a cookie. Yes. Well, that's like the a shower thing. cookie, you know, like you know, or those are good. waking up in the morning and like let's do it real quick so we can go to the gym. I don't know. I didn't feel as happy and as in a good mood as I did when we were having like full out sessions and fun things to do. Like in, like when we were in Cancun, all this 
exotic places that we did it in the well, ocean. Well, isn't that the, the whole point of, of having this challenge is to uh, elevate your relationship to the second, to the next level, mm. to a higher level, to more more energy? So, so doing a quickie, we just demonstrate to our listeners that, listen, you can still have those quickies are meaningless, really. But have one, have two. Don't make it a point because then it kind of it kind of defeats the the purpose of the challenge, right? Which is what I'm yeah. what was your what I'm getting to right now because we did we had a few cookies all week. We didn't feel that good about our ourselves, yeah. so that's what I'm saying. When we do full out session and love each other and just immerse ourselves in each other's love, we carry that love and that affection and that happiness all through 24 hours, two days, whatever it takes. Yeah. When you do a quickie, you're like, you're not getting all that out of you. Do you, you know what I mean? Yeah. So so just to all of you listening, quickies are not always good. Every now and then it's good, but no, not it doesn't, the whole week. It doesn't necessarily satisfy you. Or maybe it does. It's, it satisfies one person, which would most likely be the guy. Put a little bit of effort. Make it so that everybody has fun. And that you, it's it's kind of memorable. You want You want to have that kind of sex where you... Throughout the day, if you do it in the morning, throughout the day, you're gonna think about it. Or throughout the night, if you did it at night, but you wake up in the morning, you go to work, and you think about, hmm, last night was great. You know, that kind of thing. Mm. That's what you want. So all of you men that are thinking out there, that are out there thinking that your wife gets on your nerves, is because you get on her nerve by not satisfying her. And that's what happened to me this week. I was so busy, unsatisfied with all the quickies. So I was getting on, Roger was getting on my nerves easily and I was getting on his. Yep. So, But when it's the other way, it's good all all the way, mm-hmm. I would say. No, well, like I said, I would prefer a full session than a quickie. To me, a quickie would be, you know, most people's full sessions. <laughs> <laughs> but... You know, th- that's not what we had this week, so. Yeah, and we're not going to elaborate on our full sessions today. Because <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll do that next week on our actual anniversary. But uh, today we're going to be talking about oh, different things. But I do want to say one thing. What is it? I went I went back to the calendar and I just kind of thought to myself, I'm like, what day is day 69? And it happens to fall, I believe, on the 21st or the 20th of September. Oh, that's just the weekend that we met. That is pretty much the time we met. I went back. Oh my God. I actually went back in our calendar. It falls on a, like a Wednesday or something now. But I went back to 19, what is it, 96? 97. 97 yep. when we met on our calendar. And I know we met on a Saturday after my birthday. So it was the 20th. Wow. That we met. Wow, wow, wow. And hung out the 20th so, and 21st. Day, day 69 has to be so Super special. Super special. That's our 25th year of being together. Yeah. That is insane, you guys. Maybe we can like invite guests or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Matt, I'm into the podcast. This, Matt, please take this out of the podcast. <laughs> Just edit this part. Matt's our producer. He's not going to do it, don't worry. Now we're free to go on to our topic. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I wanted to get those things out and into the open. You know, hey, hey if you guys want to follow us, on any of our platforms that will be in the show notes, especially Nina's Instagram and our and our uh, Head Over Heels Instagram. We tend to put on like our daily stuff in the stories. I know that most people, I say it over and over again, most people when they 
see other people's social medias or, or see posts of, of people they know, it's the highlights. And of course, it's the highlights in ours. We, we do have our, our bad times and our good times. If you actually see us in person, you'll see that we are like this most of the time. I mean, there's a perfect example. The other day we were, went with our kids and our nephews to Dairy Queen. We were leaving and we were, we were in a, my brother-in-law's truck. And we stopped at a light and there was a car that pulled up next to us with some very loud, uh, like I think it was Brazilian kind of calypso music or whatever. But it was, it was great. so good. And Nina was dancing. She opened up her window and she started dancing. And the person looked at us, at her, and they gave us a face that we weren't sure if they, if they were happy with us dancing with, to their music. And so, my son's like, Mom, put up the window. Don't do that. Don't embarrass. I'm like, no, I'm just dancing. So we put up the music. window. We put up the window. And then as they were driving away, they saw we saw them looking back through the rear view mirror with a big smile on their face. I'm like, okay, so I guess they were fine. But we got a message a few minutes later from TikTok. Were you guys on such and such street, street just now? <laughs> I'm like, yep, we were there dancing to your music. So it was funny because it was somebody that we know. Well, we don't know, but we know from TikTok. TikTok. So if you are, or any of you from our social that know us, that see us out there, come and say hi, introduce yourself. We love that stuff. I love seeing our friends from social media out there in person because a lot of times you don't see your faces on these platforms. But my point there was, we were just having random fun. We weren't doing it on social media. We weren't doing it for whatever. We were just doing it because that's the way we are. And it was funny that somebody that knows our social medias witnessed exactly it, who we were witnessed it <laughs> and saw, thought oh my god they are happy go lucky and fun yeah because what you see is what you get there's no hidden agendas with us so now you can go on to say what we're talking about this week in honor of this weekend's wedding my niece married outside of our culture just like i did mm -hmm. she married a caucasian i mean we're middle eastern and to me that's always so interesting to see couples that are outside of different, that are blended cultures, because mm -hmm. I want to see what, how they blend together. And I love, 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 love seeing that. Not to mention, their children are gorgeous. I mean, look yeah. at our children. Yeah. Like, freaking, oh, I love, I love my kids. Anyway, I wanted to talk about this because I find it very important because more and more and more young couples are getting married outside of their culture. Of course, because especially, well, I mean, we see it here in Canada. And, and sure, the U.S. And the U.S., yeah, of course. there's more cultures than ever. Because we're so multicultural, like everybody from everywhere is creating a life in places like Canada, U.S. and England and um, Europe in general. They're falling in love with people that are just people, not Middle Eastern, not Italian, not French. not Which is amazing to me because we're human being mm. at the end of the day. Don't you, don't you have stats of how many? Yeah, the stats, the, the actual stats actually, Census Bureau shows that the... Um, the percentage of blended cultures has increased from 7% to 10.5% in about a matter of 12 years. Wow. Okay? So, I mean, that's incredible. And it's going to get more and more and more. I actually saw another article a while back. I didn't save it. And it said, it showed a picture of gorgeous girl, gorgeous, like mixed, gorgeous eyes, hair and everything. And it said something like, in 2035, an average human being will look like this. Yeah. Which is amazing because we are human. Look, look at animals. Animals intersect and they meet and they love each other. It doesn't matter. They do whatever. We are the same. We're the same animal. Mm -hmm. So I see the cultures blending and it just puts a, a huge smile on my heart. Mm -hmm. And I, I see it because it's, it's a good thing. It's a great thing to 
You've grown up all your life. You've learned one thing. And then boom, you meet someone. They're totally different than you. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this can work. Can this work? And there's, you know, like, look at us. It's been working incredible for 25 years. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about this because a lot of young couples out there are afraid to try it as well. Mm -hmm. They're afraid to go forward because it's a different culture because of their, you know, whether, whether it's their religion views, whether it was the way they were brought up. Or, Parents or yeah. family or, you know, of course. I mean, and, and I could see it when, when, when we started dating. I mean, you hid me from your family for a good Three years, I think it was. Yeah, uh, yeah, about that. I mean, I understand you want to be respectful to your parents. You want to be respectful to your family. And, you know, like a lot of people don't smoke in front of their parents or drink in front of their parents. Right. But they do it. They do it outside their, right. away from their parents out of respect and, and, and honor kind of thing. I think what our topic now is basically once you get married, once you commit and, and, and go through the ceremony and, and say that this is the person I'm going to create my life with, I think it should stop there. It has to. It has to. Because I mean, you're still, you're still going to be respectful to your parents, but live your life the way you want to live it. Build your own culture together. Yeah, because now it doesn't matter what other people think. You know what I mean? Uh, before you do it, like I, I understand some cultures will say things like, oh, don't do that or nobody's going to marry you or whatever, that kind of stuff. Or you know it's what I mean? shame for the family or shame for our culture. But what is that really? What is that shame? What is that What is that teaching that was brought to us from the 1700s, 1800s? Like we are way over it now. And the reason why I wanted personally to talk about it, because first of all, I'm a Middle Eastern who grew up a quarter of my life in that culture. But most of my life, I grew up here as a Canadian Caucasian human being. Like this is the culture that I, I was legit grew up in since I was 17 years old. So to me, I regret hiding you from my parents those couple of, first couple of years. I did it because I didn't know better. That's mm. all I knew. But we weren't married, so I understand right. that. I understand that, you know, they have a certain view on life and stuff like that. Why tarnish your relationship with them for somebody that you're dating? Until you, right. get, until you commit and you say you're getting married, then you can say, okay, listen, this is my life now. So I'm going to, build it and, and live it the way I choose. Not everybody's going to agree with it, but it's not their life. Do you know what I mean? So if you have, you know, cousins and distant cousins that just, that think, oh my God, you shouldn't be doing it this way. Well, it's your life. You do it the way you want it. If they don't like it, they don't do it in their life. And this is what Raj and I really are big on is having enough awareness of who you are and what you want in life and you go after it. So when it comes to blended marriages like this, like Roger says, when you get married or you committed to that relationship, everything has stopped then. And, and you have to sit there and think to yourself, I have to build my own culture now mm -hmm. because I'm also relearning what it needs to be learned to yeah. be with a human being that I want to be with. Yeah. I loved you. I fell in love with you as a human. I didn't care what culture you were from. I didn't care what culture I was from. But I did have a duty to my family. I had to explain to them, what was I doing? Why I wanted to do this? Because my father, when he said, why are you marrying outside of our culture? I had to answer to him what, why I was doing it. I said to him, I, I am in love with this human being and I want to build my own life for yeah. them. You and my mom built your own life the way you wanted it. Now it's my turn. But, but that I'm sure doesn't a lot of mean, people didn't agree with it. No, they did a lot too. of people, yeah, no, I get it. And they did it, right? Mm. And same thing with us, like, I'm doing this for the young couples that are out there trying to build their life because I have a lot of followers on, on TikTok 
that are from the, those cultures. Mm. And they private message me, but I have family, I have this. How, how do I answer to my family? How do I take care? How do I handle my in-laws that are pressuring me to be something that I'm not? Like, it's constant. And I want you to know, ladies, most of them are ladies, that it's your life. Yes. You make that choice of living the way you want to live. So if you're marrying some outside your culture, you have to, there's a lot of sacrifices. Forget about, like you said, other people's perceptions of what you are. I get messages all the time. How could you let your wife dress like that? How can, and these are not, sometimes they're cultural backgrounds, but most of the time, a lot of times they're not. And to me, I'm like, what difference does it make to you out of what I let my wife do? I like when she dresses this beautiful. I like when she gets all dolled up and looks amazing. I like when I go out and we're sitting at a table and, uh, you know, she happens to walk by and, you know, people turn around. That means that I have something spectacular and I'm happy that people see it. You know what I mean? Well, not, not to mention, I chose to marry you because you compliment my own personality, which is strong, independent. I'm a very strong-willed human being, and I'm very independent, and I make my own decisions, and you compliment me for that. You don't suppress me, as opposed to a lot of these cultures. They suppress their wives. They mm. suppress their women to be something she's not. Or even the men are suppressed. It breaks my heart. Even the men are suppressed. Because, because they, they think, that way. Yeah, they think that this is the way you have to be no matter where you are. Mm. But I understand. If you're back home and there's there's certain ways of living, you know, you don't want to be outcast from your entire community and stuff like that. So obviously you're going to tame that stuff down. But once you go out there and you're no longer in that environment, adapt, adapt to what that environment is. doesn't mean that you have to live like everybody else, but live the way you want to live. And it affects a lot of them. And I mean, you have a stat there about what mixed, culture. mixed culture, multicultural, whatever. Marriage. Uh, yeah. Marriages. And I'm sure, read the stat. Well, the report says that mixed mixed marriages have a higher chance of divorce, actually 41% chance of getting divorced, as opposed to uh, same race or same culture marriages, which is only 31%. Yeah. So let's change that. Let's change that. Let's let's talk about that. Let's have, have, have a conversation. Be open-minded. Because I'm, I'm sure that that is family involvement. 100%. Uh, I mean, we experience it. We love your sisters and brothers and cousins and all that stuff very much. And yours as well, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And mine as well. And I, we we get messages from them saying, oh. We don't agree with uh, your way of life. Yeah. We don't agree with the way you're doing. But I, we, we reply as to, but this is our culture that we yeah. created, Raj and I. This is our life. And, and I say, I said all the time, I said, well, you're lucky because you don't have to live that way of life. Yeah. And if you don't want to see it, then just click unfollow. But it's true. Like, I, I mean, <laughs> it's, it, it's so sad, but it's because, it's all because... I I think, and we're not bashing any culture here. We're just no, no, trying, no. like seriously, we're just trying to help you as to to live your best life. If if you're gonna marry someone, that's your decision to do that. Mm. So it's your decision to change that culture that you live in. It's your decision to make your own life, to make your own way of living. Mm -hmm. So if someone is pressuring you after years, like sometimes divorce happens after five, ten, fifteen years because. Yeah. They don't agree on the way of, of raising their children. They don't agree on, on uh, holidays, religious holidays. They don't agree on on fundamental things. Or my way of, or my family way of living is better right. than your family way of living. So people are fighting and comparing and 
you know, it's, you know what, just step away from it. Step back and look and say, well, how do I want to live my life? You know, and, and then I get that this stuff is embedded in you. It's something that you grew up with your whole entire life and you heard other people say to other to other people that, you know, you should live this way, you shouldn't do this and you shouldn't do that. I mean, perfect example. I mean, uh, the wedding we went to this weekend, when it was time for the priest to say, you may kiss the bride, out of her shyness because of her culture and all that stuff, she put the bouquet of flowers in front of her face while she kissed her husband. And we couldn't take any photos. And I said, I said, you, I, I said, we got ripped off here. We didn't, we couldn't take any pictures of, of the first kiss. And she goes, I don't know. I was just, I was embarrassed to, to kiss in front of all these people, all my aunts and uncles and cousins. I'm like, what, you getting married? They expect it. They're going to be dinging the glass on, yeah. the, on your wedding day been, because they want married, you to do it. You've been with this gentleman for over 10 years. Like, this is something that is yours. But yes, yeah, so that's her, it's her perceptions of who, what she thinks people think of her. Mm. And that is, that is us, even though, Purely Canadian. She was born here. Yeah. She was immersed in that culture. She grew up in that culture. Mm-hmm. Not saying it's wrong. I'm saying it's old. It's old. It's it's dated. Mm. It's dated. Get over it. Like have have your own life. Have your own thinking. Of, you know, be more open minded. That's what we're trying to see. We're trying to help couples realize. Let's see. Let's see. You know what? Let's be a little more open minded with each other. Yeah. Let's have a conversation before we get into it. And have a conversation about everything. Yeah. everything. And it doesn't have to be mixed race. I mean, if you're both from the same race, have have a conversation with each other and say, do we want to live? I mean, if you want to live that way, 100% go for it. It's I, your I guarantee business. 90% of these people don't want to live that way. Maybe, maybe, but maybe they do. I don't know. Maybe they just feel more comfortable doing it. But have that conversation and say, you know what? Do we want to abide by all these restrictions and and, and ways of life? That our parents and grandparents and great great grandparents are used to, they or do created, we? Yeah, that were created in seventeen eighteen hundreds. Yeah. Like, or do you want to do it our way? Do you want to sit there and you know you, maybe you maybe you uh, envy uh, a marriage or a, a, a relationship that you see on TV, uh, uh, you know, in the movie The Notebook or something, but you know you can't do those things because of cultural differences. Well, no, drop that. Drop it. Do what you want to do. Do what makes your heart tingle. Do what makes your your face smile. And I know what it is. I know what it is. Okay. I know it's fear. It's yeah. fear. Boy, one hundred percent, it's fear. There's so much fear instilled because I came from that. There's so much fear instilled in us as how you're supposed to act, how you're supposed to present yourself, how you're supposed to supposed to supposed to. Mm-hmm. Well, fuck supposed to. How about how we how, how you, you should be to. who you are and what you want. Be real. Don't stop pretending because without with all due respect to a lot of these cultures, it's all acting. It's all surface acting. And behind the doors, it's a totally different yeah, story. Absolutely. I mean, we're, we're, we're both in real estate. So there's a lot of cultures out there that, you know, don't do this or don't do that. They don't drink alcohol. They don't do blah, blah, blah. But, you know, when showing houses, you you open up a closet door to see how big the closet is in a master bedroom. Well, I see bottles of alcohol hidden and beer hidden. And I'm like, who are you hiding it from? Yourself? Your family coming over? Because, you know what? They probably have the same alcohol stuck in their closet. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, just... It's true. It's be true. yourself. You know what? Yeah, you, you don't want to shock and awe your family all the time. But I think if you start doing that, they're going to accept you. I mean, they, they accepted us. 
We had our whole family here sitting down, chilling on our couch. And why did they do that? Because we were open from day one. We clearly told them, this is how our life is going to be. Like it or not. Leave it if you don't want it. But And and another thing, at this wedding that we were at, so many people came up to us and, you know, told us how much they love how we are together, how much fun we have because they follow our social medias and they, they see it firsthand, yet they're part of that culture. They want that. They, that's they're why craving I'm, it. And this is why I want to talk about this so badly because I know how much they want what we have. Which, But it's sad. They could We're have not saying this. that in a conceited way. No, 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 no. Yeah. Like in, in this kind of, this kind of relationship. Yeah. It's sad because I want that for everybody. It's a great life. It's a great feeling to live life on your own terms. Listen, the reason why we want to do this is we want to save marriages. If 41% of divorces are multicultural, let's fix that. Let's fix that. What is the reason that's happening? Well, set boundaries. Mm -hmm. Set boundaries. Be be open. Communicate your needs and thoughts Mm -hmm. from day one. Don't wait till you already tie the knot and then start, you know, oh, well, I'm religious. Oh, I can't do this. Or our kids have had to be raised this way. No, 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 no. Communicate all that BS before you start your commitment, your marriage, because our job is to eliminate divorce as much as we can. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, divorce is inevitable. It's going to happen regardless of what we do. But if you can help one or two families not get divorced by following some of the things that we're saying, look, I'll be so happy. Yeah, or just following your heart. I mean, yeah. we're, we're just saying it out loud, but you want to do it, most of you. You really want to do it. So it's not about what we're saying. It's about us being the ones to verbalize it. Use us as an example. Yeah. I, well, it's, it's true. And it, it's not just multicultural. I mean, there's some families that are, you know, uh, I got friends of mine that grew up in my neighborhood, which wasn't a very rich neighborhood at all, actually fairly poor. And they married into a family that had money. I remember one one particular friend in general was telling me once that, you know, they're they're always putting us down, putting me and my family down because we're not, you know, as well off as them or a certain stature as they are. I hate that status status quo bullshit. I hate it. I hate it. Just because they have more doesn't mean that the way of life is better, you know, or that you can't adapt into their life and the, the, the wealthy one can adapt into the other person's life. Everybody lives their lives a little bit differently. You follow your path, follow your heart, live the way you want to live and not worry so much about what other people think. Because it's not their life. And at the end of the day, you're going to put your head on that pillow next to the person that you love. No one's going to be out there with you. Just just you two. You know, all I'm going to say is make your own damn culture. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and they say that kind of stuff about, you know, um, back in the day about what well, still now gay guys and stuff like that being in the closet well don't have your relationship in the closet like the, the people's alcohol put it out in the open right live it the way you want to live it yeah. you know if you want to go out to a restaurant and hug each other and hold each other's hands and kiss and all that stuff oh no our culture doesn't allow that oh no what if somebody sees me who cares if somebody sees you ask them to take a picture because you you want it to last in your life forever yeah <laughs> That's it. I don't know. I, I don't know if I have much else to say. No, I just want I wanted to clarify that too and say, look, set your boundaries, communicate, love till your heart drops, 
and just make your own damn culture. Like we have, I have, I can proudly say that Raj and I have made our own culture. Mm. We don't give a damn about anybody out there. Whatever they say about us, whatever they do, however, whatever they do, I don't, we don't get, like, I don't care. Mm. I don't care. It's me and you, baby, forever and ever. Forever. And if I, there's always going to be naysayers. Mm. There's always going to be rumors. Who gives a shit? Absolutely. What you and I have is what you and I have built. Yeah. And I want you all to think that way with your partners. On that note, we wish you what we have. Yeah, baby. If you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, please hit subscribe and give us a five-star rating on whichever platform you're tuning in from. It means the world to us to have your support on our show in this little mini way. <laughs> you can also stalk us on Instagram and head over your show for more juicy stuff. If you have any questions, send them via email at us at hohshow.com or DM us on socials. Thank you for having us between your ears. And as always, we, we wish, wish you what, you what we, have. we have.